Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka R. Dallas. This is episode 41, in which I'll talk about the difference between sprint and iteration-based software processes compared to continuous processes. If you're enjoying these tips, please subscribe in your app. You can leave a rating, or better yet, a comment in your app as well. I also would love it if you would subscribe to Weekly Dev Tips on Twitter, and comments and requests for topics there or in the show comments are great as well. Thanks for all of your support. We're going to talk about sprints versus continuous flow. Sprint and iteration-based processes are stepping stones on the path from waterfall toward continuous flow. And in this episode, I'll make some comparisons to build and integration processes to better demonstrate this. Quick word from our sponsor. If you're not advancing as quickly in your career as you'd like, you might find value in joining a semi-formal career and technical coaching program like devbetter.com. DevBetter is a small group of motivated software developers meeting every week or two and staying connected in the meantime via a private Slack community. If you're looking for a mentor or some similarly motivated peers, come check out devbetter.com. All right, so I mentioned continuous integration in the uh, intro there. I've been a fan of continuous integration, or CI, for many years. When I was first getting started in professional software development, CI was still fairly new and unproven. Now it's everywhere. Some of my first consulting engagements had me working on teams where there was a team member who was the designated integrator. Their job was to understand how to put all the components of the application together so that the app could be deployed. This was a major ordeal every few months when a deployment needed to be made. In the 1990s, automated builds started to become increasingly popular. Tools like Ant and later .NET NAnt were growing in popularity. Automated builds started to enable periodic scheduled integrations. Instead of having someone manually integrate and deploy the system every few months, these automated tools enabled weekly integrations, providing much more rapid feedback. Eventually, the frequency of these builds increased from weekly to daily, or more typically nightly, and finally to the extreme of continuous integration. Continuous integration builds and tests the application every time a change is made to the application's source control. It's hard to get much better than continuous integration, but there are still a couple of nice features that can and have been added. Today, most of my projects use continuous integration, but continuous integration by itself doesn't prevent developers from breaking the build by checking in broken stuff to the main branch. Two features that tools like Azure DevOps and GitHub support now are the ability to run builds on pull requests and the ability to restrict merging pull requests so that they require a passing build before they can be merged in. Adding in these two features eliminates the vast majority of broken build scenarios, ensuring the main branch of the application remains in a working state at all times. So what does this have to do with sprints? Before we had XP iterations and Scrum sprints, most software development used some kind of waterfall-like process. Iterations, such as they were, were quite long, months, sometimes years. Iterative software development approaches, popularized by agile software development, recommended much shorter iterations, with many developer organizations shifting to two- or four-week iterations. Each iteration, the team would estimate the backlog, prioritize the work, plan out the iteration or sprint, commit to the plan, get work done, test it, try and deploy it, and potentially hold a retrospective about that iteration. The similarity between going from infrequent deployments to more frequent integrations is an easy one to see. 
So with integrations, there's an obvious spectrum of increased benefit associated with increased frequency. There aren't many dissenting voices crying out that continuous integration is a waste of time and we should only build software once a month. The feedback benefits of CI over even daily builds is quite clear. So if you see a certain amount of benefit from going from long-term waterfall delivery to four-week iterative delivery, it should be obvious that this benefit will increase further if you go from four-week to two-week iterations. But most teams stop there. The reason why most teams never shorten their iterations below two-week sprints is because of the pain involved in some of the required ceremonies that are tied to the sprint. I literally saw this happen last week when a client initially planned on one-week sprints but had to drop back to two-week sprints because there were too many meetings to make one-week sprints work. The issue is that the ceremonies eat into time to actually get work done. For instance, a reasonable retrospective probably takes an hour. Investing an hour every two weeks may seem reasonable, but what about every week or every day? Estimating and prioritizing the backlog is a similarly painful part of most sprint plans. Would it make sense to do it more often? This may sound crazy if you didn't listen to last week's episode yet, but give it some thought. Here's the thing. These ceremonies aren't strictly tied to delivering software. You could increase or decrease your sprint cadence and still have monthly retrospectives. You can still do your work prioritization every two weeks, even with one-week sprints. You can even do it literally just in time as things are pulled in from the backlog. Imagine how quick sprint planning sessions would be if they only had to choose the next item that the dev team would start working on. You could probably do that 10 times a day with an email exchange if the product owner made it a priority. Once you realize that really long iterations, like traditional waterfall, are not great, and that shorter iterations, like two or four week sprints, are better, you should be able to make the logical jump to continuous flow pretty easily. If there are things that make this too painful, then listen to the last episode, episode 40, and do those things more often. Or realize they're not in the critical path to delivering software and stop tying them to your software delivery cadence. Schedule them on whatever separate cadence makes sense for your team and those activities. That's it for this week. Next week, we have a special guest as Robert Uncle Bob Martin will provide a couple of tips. Be sure to check back for that. If you want to hear more from me, go to ourdallas.com tips to sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday. I'm also streaming programming topics on twitch.tv slash ourdallas most Fridays at noon Eastern time. Thanks for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.